Hallelujah. It's good to be in church. Yes. We want to welcome all of our guests that's here and want you to know that you're welcome. But we come to have church. And if you have a need or a petition, this is the right place. Because we serve a miracle work in God. And we want to pray this morning for Erwin and Pates Dixon. Ask God to have His way in this service. And as we pray, let's love Him. Let's touch Him. Invite Him in this service today. Thank you, God, for Your blessings. Thank You because Your Word is true and Your grace is sufficient. Have Your way in this service. And Lord, Brother Luther, He brings His Word. Help us this morning, God. You see every need and every petition that will be wrong before You. God, You're more than able. You're a miracle working, God. Stand it on your Lord, I pray that you would heal the King of the God of glory. Heal the great I am, Lord. Have your way, God. Have your way, God, in this Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated if you like. The brothers come help us. Let's receive the offering. And we're going to have good church. Glory. stand again. Brother Looper's coming. And again, we want to say all of our visitors, you're welcome. We have the mayor here this morning. We're glad Jim Willis is in church with us. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's have good church. Brother Looper. Praise the Lord, everybody. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Man, praise God. It's so good to be in church. We want to take a moment uh, I know we've got a lot of activities that's already happened. We've got a lot that's going to be happening after church. My family expects me to have a meal ready to eat in 30 minutes by the time I get through preaching today. And uh, so right now, why don't you just turn around and uh, greet someone, step across the aisle, let them know that we're glad that they're here. If you see a guest, shake their hand, let them know how glad that we are that they spend this Sunday morning with us.
Our children is going to sing for us this morning.
hadn't been a darkness, I would have never seen the light. I wouldn't long for the sunrise if it wasn't for the night. If there hadn't been a father who made a way when there was none, I'd still be an orphan if it wasn't for his son. If there hadn't been a grave, If there 
friend, if you don't know Christ my Savior, well, I beg you, please don't wait too late to pray. Oh, don't wait until his pride has been completed. And don't wait until you hear him say it's true. Praise the Lord. Why don't we give God praise this morning? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, Holy Ghost. Praise you, Holy Ghost. We lift up your great name. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord today? How many is thankful that we're not serving a dead God, but we're serving a live God? Amen. How many has ever experienced the powerful, miracle-working power of a live God? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Again, we say we are so glad for everyone that is here, all of our guests that are here. We're glad that you're in the house of the Lord with us, and uh, we want you to feel very welcome. We want you to come back to the house of God to be with us again, but we are glad that you're here today. Amen. We, um, 
We want to thank everyone uh, that participated in the drive to get people out to the house of God. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be reading those names off at the conclusion of my preaching. And thank you for everyone that helped out and worked over in the gym. How many had a good time over in the gym this morning? How many enjoyed all that food? For your, for your benefit this morning, I didn't eat. I just took about three crackers and one piece of cheese. So my dinner bell's going off pretty good right now. Can I get a hallelujah? That wasn't nice. That should have been very quiet. You should have said, go ahead and preach anyway. Amen. But we're only having one service today. And I wanted everyone to come and have a wonderful time with their children and a celebration of this wonderful day and wonderful event. And uh, I'm glad that we're serving a risen Savior. And uh, we're, didn't our children do good this morning? How many enjoyed that singing today? Choir done so good. Thank you. Thank you. And for all of you that show up on Easter, um, the choir does no more than one song. We sing that because Brother Duplessy requests that we sing Gone every year. I've been here for almost 30 years. And we've sang it every year that I've been here. And uh, we're going we're gonna to sing it. I told him, I told him, I said, even when Brother Duplessy passes away, God forbid, but we'll, we'll have to sing it then for sure. So, so I don't know. We'll just, just keep on singing it. Thank you. The choir done so good. Appreciate everyone working, all of those who cooked and made things possible over there. Thank you. Turn to 2 Timothy chapter number 7. 2 Timothy chapter, or excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter number 2, verse number 7. 2 Timothy chapter number 2 and verse number 7. I want to read a couple of passages of Scripture. I'm going to preach. I'm going to try to uh, be as brief as possible. But I do want to obey the Lord today. Amen. I believe someone can find direction in the house of God today. And uh, we want to pray especially for uh, Sister Alexis. She is sick this morning. And uh, she had, she had a, a bunch of her family coming today. And uh, she got sick and was unable to make it. So let's pray that the Lord would touch her. Uh, Sister Aaron Waller's family had a tragedy this week. And let's pray for them. Ask the Lord to touch and strengthen them. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse number 7. The Bible says, Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. I want to read verse number 8 again, and this is what I want to preach about this morning. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands toward heaven 
and ask God to help us today. God, we're depending on You. We're trusting in You, God. I pray, Lord, that You would anoint me, Savior, to preach Your Word, to obey You in the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I pray that You would anoint every person that's in this house today. Touch every heart. Move in every life, God. We'll give You the praise, the glory, and the honor. Let's clap our hands and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, do that one more time this morning. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Lord bless you, you may be seated. Amen. I want to talk to you this morning from this subject, this being a day of celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I want to talk to you from this subject because he lives. The Bible tells us that consider what I say, Timothy says, and the Lord give the understanding in all things. Remember, remember, everybody said remember. Everybody say remember. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead According to my gospel. Now, there's a lot of people today in this world that tries and prove that this Bible is not the inspired word of God. Now, if you don't believe that, there's no sense in us even arguing today. You can't argue with someone that does not believe that the word of God is the inspired word of God. That this Bible is our roadmap from here To glory. But I believe that. Amen. Timothy said that according to my gospel and what I believe, according to what I believe, I believe every word that is in this book. From the very beginning to the very ending, I believe that every word is right, every word is true, and every word is inspired by the glory and the power of God. There are things that we should never forget. In our life. Can I get a witness on that? Such as, you should never, ever forget your wife's birthday. You should never, ever, 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 don't let it ever slip your mind, your anniversary. Now, now, boy, I tell you what, technology has helped us men out a lot. And by that, you can put it on your calendar in your phone, and you can have it to start alerting you early in the morning. So when you wake up, it goes, ding, it's your anniversary. And man, they think you're so smart. See, I just gave our secret away. But don't ever forget that. But there are some things in life that is much more important than birthdays. And with that being said, thank you to all of you who texted me and called me yesterday. Yesterday was my birthday. I'm 39 years old. (laughs) Adding a few years up to, I am 48 years old as of yesterday. I'm looking forward to that big 50 mark. Man. Life's going to get better and better and better and better because I'm getting more and more grandkids. But there, there are things that we should never forget. 
And that is the main thing that we should never forget, that Jesus did go to Calvary. And He did die for the sins of humanity. We should never forget the pain, the agony, the embarrassment, the suffering, the shame that was uh, there hanging on that cross. First John chapter number 2 and verse number 2 says, And He is a perpetuation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. I'm thankful that He took our sins to a cross. Before we was ever born, He knew that we was going to be born and shapen in iniquity because of the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Colossians chapter 2 and verse number 14. It says, blotting out, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary unto us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to His cross. I'm thankful that He took it out of the way. He didn't just, He didn't just put it behind something. He nailed it to an old rugged cross that gives us the opportunity to come into this house today to lift up holy hands. No, we're not worthy, but it's only by the blood of Jesus Christ that we're able to lift up holy hands and worship and magnify and praise Him. Can you give God praise in the house today? There are, there are a lot of, lot of famous people in the world that have lived and have died. There is famous people in politics that have lived and died. George Washington, famous, great man at the founding of this great country. But he lived and he died. There was another Abraham Lincoln, a great president, a great leader that saw many great things come to pass. He lived and he died. JFK, some loved him, some did not. It was quite obvious. But he lived and he died. The story goes on, and history would tell us of those who lived and died. Every tombstone has a dash in the beginning, and then when the person is deceased, there is an ending. As I look at those tombstones, and I look at individuals, I look at people in the sports world, famous sports hero, one Muhammad Ali, he lived and he died. Babe Ruth was known for hitting home runs. He lived and he died. But I don't see any of these at the end of their life where in three days they resurrected back to life again. I was looking, I was looking and searching for gods and and what the world would call gods. Some people have gods in Hollywood. Some people have gods on the ball field. Some people have gods in their house. 
Some people have gods made of wood. Some have gods made of stone. Some have gods made of gold. Some have gods made of silver. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 8 and verse number 5, For though there be that are called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, as there be gods many and lords many. As I was looking that up today, they said that there is thousands of gods. There's no way to even put a number or a name on all of the gods that this world has today. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse number 6, the Bible says, But unto us, amen, but to us, there is but one God. The Father of all, amen, of whom all things, and we in Him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom all things, and we by Him. But to us there is but one God. I'm thankful today that I've already been to the water, and I've already been baptized, I've already been converted. And I'm glad I feel all right in the Holy Ghost today. I want to encourage you today, if you don't know the Lord in the power of the Holy Ghost, you need to get to know Him. If you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, you need to get baptized in Jesus' name. There's no God like our God. There's no Lord like our Lord. There's no Savior like our Savior today. Amen. I wonder if there's any satisfied customers in Jesus Christ that'll just shout and give God some praise in the house of the Lord today. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 People have many gods. But their God cannot resurrect on the third day. Amen. They put Him in a borrowed tomb. We all know that. The Bible tells us that very plainly. It was a dark and a dreary day for the disciples, the followers of Christ. Those who had followed Him from the very beginning up until this point. It seemed like the sun would never shine again. They tried to make it as sure as they could. The Pharisees come to to Pilate and said, Pilate said unto them, Ye have a watch, go your way and make it as sure as you can. Amen. And so they went and they made the sepulcher as sure as they possibly could. They sealed it with the stone. Amen. But even old Pilate himself said, you go ahead and you make it as sure as you can. But I don't think you have the ability to hold him in a grave. Amen. I'm telling you today, we're serving a God that is not dead. We're serving a God that is alive forevermore. We're serving a God that has power and victory over everything. Amen. Amen. The borrowed tomb. The stone in front of the grave. But the grave could not 
hold him. The grave had no power. It had no authority over the power and the majesty of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. The Bible said in in the Scripture in Matthew 28 and verses 1 through 6, in the end of the Sabbath, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Amen. I, I, I find this very interesting today that it did not say that they came to see the body of Jesus Christ, but they come to see the sepulcher where he was laid. And behold, there was a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and it came and it rolled back the stone from the door and set upon it. His countenance was like lightning, his raiment white as snow. For fear of him, the keepers did shake and become as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come, see the place where the Lord lay. Amen. They come to look for him. They come to see the sepulcher where he had been laid. But when they got there, they were already too late because he had already resurrected on that third day. I'm glad for the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I was listening to the song. I preached a little bit about this a couple of weeks ago. But I was listening to this song. This is a great song that the choir sing. If there had not been a grave. If there had not been a cross. Amen. But I want to add something to that. The verse kind of picks up on this. But if there had not been a resurrection, amen, we would all be lost without hope. What makes our God greater than any God is He is the one, the true, the only majestic, powerful, all-knowing God that they tried to kill Jesus and put Him in a grave, but the grave could not hold Him because He He is risen. We are here worshiping and praising and glorifying Him today. Amen. Amen. Revelations chapter 1, verses number 17 and 18 says, And when I saw Him, I fell at His feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Amen. Some of you are living with things that the resurrection has already paid the price 
for your freedom. Amen. I want to tell you because He lives. We are in the house of God today to worship, to magnify, to praise, and to lift up His glorious name. Because He lives today, fear cannot control me. Because He lives today, depression cannot hold me. I come to tell you today, we don't need a new drug. You don't need a new prescription. What God has already paid for you. The price has been paid for your freedom. The power of the resurrection Savior has already delivered you from your depression. Amen. 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 People are living in constant fear. Fear of this. Fear of that. Fear of what's going to happen. Fear of the future. Fear of not knowing the future. But I want to tell you because He lives. Amen. I don't have to fear anymore. I've got my faith, my confidence, and my trust in my God. That is greater than my fear. Amen. i got my trust in my God. That is greater than my depression. Amen. What do you do when you're depressed? I go to a resurrected Savior. My Savior is not Allah. My Savior is not Muhammad. But my Savior is a resurrected Savior. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is powerful. In that name is deliverance. In that name is help. In that name is peace. Amen. Because He lives... Amen. Suicide is on the rampage today. But because he lives, amen, a suicide spirit cannot kill me. I tell you today, whatever you're dealing with in this house at this moment, there is a God in the house that's able to deliver you, that's able to set you free, that's able to resurrect your spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I was reading in the newspaper just, just, I think it was last week, heard on the news just last week, one of the Arab countries, one of the biggest producers of opium, and one of the, it, it brings in more money than Fortune 500 companies. Because there's a world that is sickening, that is looking for hope and looking for help and looking for direction. Amen. But I want to tell you, it's not in the drugs. Amen. Drugs cannot keep me because I'm serving a resurrected Savior. Amen. They don't need to, they don't need to allow more drugs. Amen. What we need is more God. I want to tell you what will fix our world is not a new president, not a new Congress. Amen. Not a new Senate, but it's a God that is able. Hallelujah, what this community needs. Amen, it needs a God that is a Savior. I'm talking about a resurrected Savior because He lives. 
Amen, amen, amen. I look at people that have spent their life and they are addicted to drugs. And drugs has a hold on them. They go to rehab and rehab cannot deliver them. They talk to people and people cannot talk them out of it. But I want to tell you because he lives. Amen. Heroin can't hold you. Amen. 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 Popping pills that the doctor prescribes can't hold you. Why? Because there's a resurrected Savior in the I tell you today, God can set you free in this service. God can deliver you right now. God can make you whole now. Hallelujah. Because He lives, alcohol cannot addict me. Any former alcoholics in the house of God today? Amen. Any former drug users in the house of God today? Amen. Any former carousers in the house of God today? Amen. I want to tell you the reason why we're here today living for God. It's because we're serving a God that is resurrected. Hallelujah. We're serving a live God. A real God. A powerful God. A miracle working God. Because he lives, sickness is no match for me. When he went to Calvary, they placed the stripes upon his back. But if he would never have gotten out of the grave, the stripes on his back would have died with him. But when they placed the stripes upon his back, amen, he come out of the grave and he says, hey, I've got the keys to death. I've got the keys to hell. I've got the keys to death and the grave. I tell you today, because he lives, amen, we've got the keys. The devil cannot condemn you. The devil cannot destroy you. The devil cannot keep you. You're free in the Holy Ghost because he lives. My sickness cannot hold me because he lives. Sin has no hold on me because he lives. I wonder, I just wonder what it was like the day that Jesus went before the judgment hall of Herod. The judgment hall of Pilate, and he was condemned to die. I wonder what kind of party the devil was having. Amen. I wonder just how excited the devil was. See, the devil don't know everything. The devil would have known the plan of God, the redemption plan of our Savior. He would have never hung Jesus on the cross. Because if there had not been a cross, 
If there had not been a grave, if there had not been a resurrection, we would be living in sin. Amen. We would be leaving condemned to die because while we were born and shaped in iniquity, because He resurrected from the grave, we have the opportunity to come into the house of God and lift up holy hands to Him and to worship Him and our sins to be washed away and our sins to be buried with Him in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. I want to tell you today, no matter what you're going through in life, some of you might be facing troubled situations. You might be facing disturbing situations in your home, in your family, in your relationships, on your job, in your own mind. But because He lives, you can have freedom from that today. You can lay it all down at the altar today and say He took it. The Bible said that He nailed it to a cross. My past is gone because He nailed it to a cross. My future is before me and bright because He nailed it to a cross. All I have to do is accept Him today. All I have to do is accept the blood of Jesus Christ on my life today. All I have to do is say, I repent of my sins. Amen. God forgive me and He forgives us. All I've got to do is be filled with the Holy Ghost. All I've got to do is be buried in His wonderful name. The price has been paid. Because He lives. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest. Unto your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden. Is light. I ask you today. Take all your cares. To the altar. You can't fix your problems. You can't fix your mistakes. You can't fix your background. But I want to tell you who can today. I want to tell you he's in the house today. I can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. Because the Bible says, come unto me, all that are labor and heavy laden. Come unto God and give it to God. Bring all your cares to the altar today. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 16. It says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may be, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. God would love to touch you today. He would love to work for you right now. 
He would love to move in your life right now. He would love to give you help right now. But there's some things that a resurrected Savior cannot do. And will not do. He will not force Himself upon anyone. You love Him because you want to love Him. Not because you're made to love Him. You serve Him because you want to serve Him. Not because you're made to serve Him. The disciples, when Jesus walked by, He said, come and follow Me. The call was given. Now we hear the record of the twelve that followed Him. But we also hear the record of some that says, well, I've got this going on. I've got this happening. I've got this taking place. And I'm able to follow you because this and that and so on and so forth. What's your excuse today? You can't fix your life. But He can. You can't buy happiness. But He can. You can't buy peace, but He can. You can't buy forgiveness, but He can. Let's bow our heads and let's pray and talk to the Lord right now. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that You would touch every heart, that You would touch every soul, that You would move in every life, God. You may be a little embarrassed to stand up from where you're sitting right now and make your way to this altar. But I want to tell you because He lives, He'll give you the strength to face tomorrow. Because He lives, all fear will be gone. Because I know that He holds the future. When you look at your life and it may not be worth living, you may even have the very thoughts of ending your own life. Don't do it. Just turn your life over to God. Because He lives, life becomes worth living. Because He lives, I can live a clean and a holy and a pure life. Because He lives, I can lift my hands in the house of God and feel His presence this morning. I dare you just lift your hands up wherever you're sitting right now. Feel after God. He's in the house. He's in the house today. He's in the house today. Why don't you let God touch you? Why don't you let God move in your life? Why don't you let God help you today? Because He lives, I can get up and face tomorrow. Because He lives, my yesterday's failures are behind me and forever put in the sea of forgetfulness. Because He lives, I leave this place with victory in my spirit.
victory in my heart, victory in my soul. Because He lives, I walk out with my head held high. I will not be condemned no more. Because of all of my sins, He nailed to a cross. Because He lives, the Holy Ghost is for us today. Because He lives, I can repent. I can be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. And I can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. As we stand across this building today. Things that we must remember. Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Things that you need to remember and you need to remind the devil often in your life. When the devil comes against your mind and your spirit, tempting you, telling you who and what you are and what you will be, you remind the devil because he lives. I'm not addicted to you, Satan. Because he lives, I've been set free from sin. Because he lives, I don't have any fear of you, devil. Because my daddy has the keys. My daddy has the keys. He's already been to the death. He's already been to the grave. He's already been through hell. And He gives me the power to overcome because He lives. As we sing this song today, as all of us, if you would, guests, church folks, everybody, if you would step out from where you're standing and make your, your way around this front, this is a way that we end service. And let's sing this song together because He lives. I can face tomorrow. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because He lives. Hallelujah. It's all gone because He lives. Because I know. If you need a miracle in your life, why don't you step out by faith? God, I need a touch in my life today. If you need direction, why don't you step out by faith and say, God, I need direction today. I need help today. Why don't you let this be your testimony of praise? Sing it from your heart today. Because He lives. Because He lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
it from your heart today. Sing it from your heart today. Because He lives, He holds my future. Why don't you place your future in the hand of God? Why don't you put your tomorrows in the hand of God? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost touch today. Holy Ghost touch today. Hallelujah. We're going to 